Hallelujah. How great is our God. Sing with me. How great is our God. All will see how great. How great is our God. Sing it again in faith as a declaration that all will see it. How great is our God. Sing with me. How great is our God. All will see how great. How great is our God. You're the name above all names. You are worthy of all praise. My heart will sing how great is our God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, he's so lovely. He is so lovely. My heart is so overflowing with the goodness and the glory of God's majesty. Hallelujah. Our wonderful God, it's so good to be home with you. And um, just looking forward to this week, looking forward to Friday. And just, just so glad that we can be together to worship God. I've had the opportunity to be away ministering um, this week with another church on a cruise. How much does God love me? <laughs> and it was just beautiful to be able to, to just to see what God was doing, even among the staff on the ship. And I just, I'm in awe of God's greatness. He's so, so, so good. And to hear the testimonies of the people going out, there are so many testimonies of people being saved and healed and delivered. Hallelujah. You can open that for me, Chris. And um, <laughs> thank you. And we've got people, it's, it's the, there's a culture. <laughs> he, he knows the scripture that you're blessed if you just give a cup of water. <laughs> Open a bottle of water. <laughs> but you know, I'm so encouraged by the culture that we have of people just living to bring to Christ the reward of his suffering. Just to be able to have the joy. I was meditating on that this week and just thinking on what it is, you know, what truly motivates me to reach out and and to tell people about Jesus. My true motivation really, as I really spent time with God, is I recognize the delight in his heart, the, the deep desire in his heart. It's not just a nice thing for him when people come to Jesus. It's not just a nice thing. It is the deepest cry of his heart. The deepest cry of God's heart is to have his children with him. The deepest cry of his heart is that they might know how much he loves them, that he's done everything that needs to be done for them to be in fellowship with him. And he's just longing for them to turn to him, to find him, and to know him as the Lord that loves them and the one that wants to fellowship with them. And I just want to share a little bit with you today about the fellowship of God, knowing that we have the privilege of being in fellowship with him. 
Holy Spirit, Father, we thank you for your word. I thank you for your people. Lord, I thank you for revival. God, we give you worship. I thank you, Lord, for this awakening, Lord God, and we say more. Lord, you said ask for rain in the time of rain, and we recognize you are moving. Lord, we say come, Lord, even so, come more, more, Lord. We ask, Holy Ghost, Lord, that you would consume our hearts, that you would transform our culture, Spirit of God. That we would be people, Lord God, that would live moment by moment for your pleasure. Father, we thank you for it. Hallelujah. You know, your state is determined by your focus. And whatever you are focusing on, you know, the enemy's out there all the time trying to get your attention. He's trying to tell you to think about this, look at that, worry about this, look at this. And the Lord says, be still and know that I am God. He's awakening us in the knowledge of him. Hallelujah. If you're confused or frightened or you think you're hearing something, you're not sure, be still, look up and know him. Just let your spirit cry out, Lord, I want to know you. I want to know you. I, I felt it even as I got up and just prayed today that that apostolic prayer, I've been really going through the scriptures and, and pulling out the apostolic prayers and just praying the Bible You know, it's not a religious thing. There is such power that comes when you pray the word of God, when you take it and you pray it, because he, the will of God is to answer these prayers. He wants to do it. We've been given everything pertaining to life and godliness. It's been laid out for us, lavished on us. He's lavishly given us all things. Hallelujah. Given us the kingdom. That's actually more exciting than you're making noise about. He's given us all these things, but God is now waiting for us to step up and to take it and say, thank you, God, I receive it, I'll have that. And we've been given the privilege of having fellowship with God. We've been given the privilege of the, the word of God. And if you will steward what you've been given, you'll get more. Hallelujah. So I believe with this precious word of God that we've got, rather than just sort of having it sit there on the bedside table and read it, you know, in the morning, God wants you to take it and steward it. Take it and begin to say, I'll have that. Thank you very much. I'm going to pray this. Begin to pray the apostolic prayers. You know, I've been praying Ephesians 3 for so many years about knowing the love of Christ that passes knowledge, being rooted and grounded in that. And it's changed my life. The the prayer in Ephesians chapter 1. I've been praying for so long and and God is just so pouring out his spirit with wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him that we may know the hope of our calling. But there's so many other prayers that you can, you can go through. Um, Colossians chapter 4, uh, 2 to 5, Philippians 9 to 11. I'll just read this to you. It's so lovely. This I pray that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and all discernment, that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Christ Jesus to the glory and praise of God. You know, there's so many wonderful prayers like that that you can just begin to pray. I pray it for myself, for my family, for my leaders, and for my church. I pray these prayers for you. Hallelujah. And I know the good thing is that the Bible tells me whatever I ask according to the will of God, I can have. And this is his will. So it's like shopping. It's like, 
Wacko. I'll have that. Pray that. And I receive it by faith. You know, really, seriously. Like, woohoo. I'll have that. That's awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Take it and begin to pray it. The effective and fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Avails much. James says, you have not because you ask not. You see, he's given it all to us, but he says, now come and eat. He's waiting for us to get up and begin to take it and have it and, and steward what he's given to us. Hallelujah. He's, he's given us all these wonderful gifts. Like, for example, the fellowship that we have with God. You and I have the privilege to walk and talk with God. I'm a, I'm a verbal processor. I often will work things out by talking it through. Anybody else like me? But, you know, the thing is, I'm I'm beginning to really learn and understand that God has not called me to be verbally processing my problems with other people because he is jealous for me. So I walk and talk with him. And anything that's going on in my mind that I don't quite understand, anything I'm worried about, out loud, I talk with God. And I do my verbal processing now with Jesus. Hallelujah. Because he's wiser than any person I know. Hallelujah. And he talks with me. Because my job when I am fellowshipping with the saints is to edify, encourage, and build them up. To cause them to be uh, iron sharpening iron. To spur them on to love and good deeds. You see, it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And I've been given a privilege to fellowship with God. So that I can be his ambassador in the world. Hallelujah. Now, I'm not saying that you don't get godly counsel, etc. You know, it's important. You know, there's wisdom in the multitude of counselors. But if you are running to everybody else before you take hold of the privilege of your fellowship, you're not stewarding this incredible gift you've been given. God is looking. He's jealous for you. You know, we say, oh, I need this. I need my father's approval. I need my mother's approval. I need the pastor to notice me. I need this. I need that. And God's standing there and he's loving you and his heart's breaking and saying, I just wish you knew. I long for you to know that I am more than enough. Really deeply, not in theory, not as a second consolation prize, but I am more than you even imagine. Hallelujah. I want to satisfy you to a level that you've never even understood. Hallelujah. He has joy that is greater than what you think you need. Hallelujah. God's looking for those that will steward what they've been given. And I believe that he's longing to fellowship with us. Hallelujah. And we can do that, praise God, in so many different ways. We can do that by... by Praying the Bible by reading the Word of God. You know, I, I prophesied a little just a couple of weeks ago that I really feel that the Lord is bringing us into a teaching season. And um, so I've been feeling the Spirit of God really drawing me into the Word. I've just, I've been going through, I get excited. Um, even just going through, I've been looking at all the different greetings that they have in the, um, in the epistles. 
Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God. Grace and peace to you from him who was and is and is to come. Grace and peace to you. It's in almost every single book. Hallelujah. And I've been looking at it and thinking, this is the will of God for us. Hallelujah. That we have increasing, multiplied peace. Hallelujah. That the grace of God would be so upon us. That's graciousness, the favor of God. It's been given to you. You've been given the favor of the most high God. How will you steward it? What are you going to do with it? And you say, well, how? Well, you begin to declare it. You say, thank you, Lord. Grace and peace be multiplied to me. Thank you, Lord, for your grace in my life. Father, thank you that you have given me the gift of being gracious. You've given me the gift of of favor, that I have favor with man and with God, that everywhere I go, that I have favor to release the grace and the peace of God. Hallelujah. So that when people meet me, they're not like, oh, that poor person. Instead, they're, Oh, impacted by the presence of God that you carry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can fellowship with God by taking the prayers of God. It doesn't have to be even a formal apostolic prayer, though there's so many beautiful prayers uh, through the scripture. But you can just take the word of God and begin to pray it. Use it as a launch pad to begin to pray. And, you know, I used to pray silently and my mind would wander and I'd struggle. You know, I remember as a teenager thinking, I'm trying to, you know, I want to do an hour of prayer. And after five minutes, I'm like, oh, I've run out of things to say. But, you know, when you begin to pray the Bible, it becomes easy. As you pick up the word of God, it becomes a launch pad to be able to pray. And it's so exciting. And I've begun to discover the more that we pray, the more that God does. You say, well, that's pretty simple. Yes. But the truth is, many are not stewarding the gift that they've been given. Many are not taking up and praying. They are, just as Pastor Gareth was sharing, they're sitting there wishing, oh, it would be nice if something good happened. But being passive in their faith, when God's saying, I've given you everything pertaining to life and godliness. I've given you the weapons of your warfare that are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. The effective and fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. So what are you going to do? You know that the, the, the disciples, the believers were praying for Peter. James had been killed. So they really stepped up the prayer. They started to pray for Peter who was in prison. And God came. And the Bible makes a real strong point that they were praying. They were praying. And then an angel of the Lord came and visited in the prison and opened up the prison doors. And here he came out and came to the door where they were praying. And then the the girl came down to open the door. She was so excited that she forgot to let him in. Ran upstairs to tell everybody, he's here. It's happened. It's just like us praying the apostolic prayers. Open the eyes of our heart. Enlighten the eyes. Oh, he's here. <laughs> Seriously. You need to think about this. As he, is, he is so excited to answer your prayers that you better get ready to, to receive it. Don't, don't stand there going, I'm praying, praying the apostolic prayer. Lord, enlighten the eyes of my understanding. Enlighten the eyes of my understanding. Go, enlighten the eyes of my understanding. And look up with expectation. Expect it, because he will. Hallelujah. Shandakia. 
Oh, so as you, are, as you read the Word of God, spending time with the Word of God, you are actually fellowshipping with God himself. I, I used to sort of get, I was even just recently feeling like, well, I'm spending so much time now in the Word. God, I, I want to make sure that I'm staying in balance, that I'm fellowshipping with you. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, when you are reading this, when you are spending time in the Word, you are fellowshipping with me. You know, I still love to walk and talk with God. I still love to seek his face and to worship him. That's such an important part. I've got, he, he need, I need the time with him. I need to do my verbal processing with God. I need to make my request known to God so that the peace of God guards my heart and mind. I need to worship him. I need to respond. But as I spend time in the word of God, I am fellowshipping with the living word who is God himself. Hallelujah. These scriptures, these are, they are living. It's God himself in the word of God. As you read this, as you are discovering who he he is. He's revealing himself. Hallelujah. Let him take you in and let him enjoy uh, fellowshipping with God as you read the, read the word of God. We've been, um, we, we read in the mornings as a family. We let each of the kids and each one of us just choose a scripture or a, a chapter and we read. And uh, we're doing Proverbs at the moment in the Message Bible, which is really wonderful. And Tom reads to me at night time uh, before we go to sleep. Uh, all through our married life, it's sort of been something we've, we've tried to do, that we read together. And he, you know, he'll read the scripture before we go to sleep. So it's the last thing that we're thinking about before we, before we go to sleep. And just hearing it out loud is so powerful. Sometimes you can, you can read it silently, but if you even on your own read the scripture out to God, you watch and see the anointing that comes in the room. Because faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the woohoo. So there's something you can have, but many people are missing out on because they're not taking time to ta- have it. Hallelujah. We need to take the word of God and, and steward what God's given us because there's so much power in it. I was, um, I was praying last night for somebody, and just as I was lying down getting ready for sleep and I, I was just praying remembering and, and really I've really been feeling the spirit of God talking to me about prayer recently and so I've just been deliberate okay if I have a thought I'm going to pray about that hallelujah so I'd pray and and so I was lifting up this particular person that I was praying for hallelujah and actually several people and people in church and I was praying for this one person 15 minutes later I got a phone call so answer the phone and it was this particular person I was praying for and they got so excited they said and I was praying for this person for salvation and they said we were just sitting on the side of the road in a car just looking at some maps and these people came over to our car and there was no one around and they just came up to us and they're Christians and I asked them where did they go to church and they said Glory City Church and it was really wonderful. I just thought I should ring and tell you. Seriously, this happened just while I was praying for them. Um, Rochelle and Sean were on a, were on a, a drive just to, to ask the Holy Spirit, where shall we go? Oh, we feel like we'll have to stop here and talk to this person. So, you know, I, and many times the Lord has called me even as I've been driving and said, just pull over the side of the road. I want you to pray. 
And I found out as I've prayed right at that moment, God has done something wonderful in, in the life of um, the, the one that I'm praying for. I, I don't say that to boast. I say that to encourage you that God hears your prayers. You see, he, he's called you to co-labor with him. And one of the most effective ways we can do that is by praying. Hallelujah. Making declarations, decreeing the word of God, and being sensitive to be moved by the spirit of God. When he speaks, you move, you listen. Oh, what are you saying? I want to, want to hear your voice. I've learned it and grown that, that sometimes he'll, I'll feel that nudge. He'll, he's just pulling me. And if I'll listen and if I'll go with him, uh, God reveals so much. He, he wants to show you more than you've ever understood. But many people do not have the time. You see, he's given us all talents and gifts. He's even given each one of us the gift of time. But how will you steward it? You see, if you think, oh, I'm too busy, I'm too busy. Well, what are you living for? What are you living for? If you haven't got time to encounter God, what are you living for? Hallelujah. You need to make time. We make time for food. We make time for sleep. And that's good and important. But we need just as much. We need time with God. Hallelujah. He wants to encourage us. I've been uh, looking at, last night, one of the things that... um, we were reading together was was from the book of Titus. You can have a look there if you like, or I'll just I'll just um, summarize. And it was talking about some of the different um, characteristics that that leaders need to have. And one of the things that Titus was saying is that they need to be disciplined. They need to live devout and disciplined lives. And I thought about that. Those words struck me, devout and disciplined. You know, sometimes you'd hear those words and think, oh, that's religious. Devout and disciplined. Oh, that's religious, not fun. Sometimes you hear that in some circles. Oh, that, that's, oh those words, you know, that sounds like hard work. But actually, this is referring to elders and leaders that they must have they, they should have devout and disciplined lives. Why? Because if they're going to be raised up to the level of leadership, they need to have learned how to steward the life that they've been given. Hallelujah. And we do that by asking the Lord for help and saying, thank you, God, you've given me power now. Hallelujah. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. I've got power to exercise self-control. Hallelujah. I've got power to live a disciplined life. That's, and as you yield to him and say, Lord, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to do it? His ways are to bring you into life and life more abundant. Hooray. He's not, he's not looking to make your life dull and boring and strict. And, but he is looking to have your whole life. Because he knows the desires of your heart. You know, people are looking, I want to be used by God. And God's saying, I want to use you. I want to walk with you. I want to dance with you. And you say, but, you know, I'll give you five minutes and I'll give two hours to the movie and I'll give you five minutes and let's change nations, God. And God smiles and he goes, I love you. How much do you want to do in five minutes? (laughs) God is looking 
for us to live devout and disciplined lives. That is, that is the grace of God. We've been given power, hallelujah, to be followers of him. Our great God, our magnificent Jesus wants to, to take you and he wants to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you could ask, hope, or imagine. Because his ways are higher than our ways, hallelujah. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And I believe that the Spirit of God is doing such a move on, on people's lives that there is a radical shift coming. God is awakening people to the hope and the joy of living for Jesus. Hallelujah. Of a life that says, I want to know you. I want you to consume my life. He will. He'll come and he'll consume you. And it gets truly glorious. God wants to give you the opportunity. He's given you this banqueting table full of peace and joy and uh, the righteousness of God. And he says, now get up, come and have it. Come and take it. Come and enjoy it. We've got to pick ourselves up and say, yes, Lord, I'm not going to be moved by how I might be feeling this morning. Instead of waking up in the morning and doing a self-analysis, how do I feel? How do I feel? Oh, I feel tired. I didn't even go there. So I'm not moved by how I feel. Though in his presence, I feel awesome. But I'm not moved by however my soul wants to dictate to me. I dictate to my soul. You see, I have been made a new creation. Mind, body, spirit. Hallelujah. Soul, spirit, body. I am a new creation in Christ. Hallelujah. The enemy is always looking for an opportunity to try and, and convince you that, you know, that you actually don't feel well. You're tired. You need to just sit down and eat pizza and watch movies. But you need to say, that's not the truth. The truth is, I've been given power, hallelujah, not to have circumstances dictate to me, not to react like I used to react, but now I am a new creation as he is, so am I in this world, hallelujah. Whatever I'm going through, he's got all of the answer. He is the answer. So if I've got issues and I've got problems and worries, you know, all I need to do is get out and walk with God, talk with God, talk to him about it. He comes. Uh, Just like Brian Simmons says, there's nothing wrong with you that a kiss from God can't fix. There's nothing wrong with you. But, you know, many of us forget to take time to let him do it. Let him come and love you. Let him encourage you. You can even start with the Lord's Prayer. Launch there. Our Father who's in heaven, hallowed be your name. Oh God, let your name be hallowed in my life today. You can just take it. Let Launch out of the, the Lord's Prayer. He'll help you. Your life will become richer if you will simply pick up and use what you've been given. Hallelujah. The treasures. We've been praying, Lord, that we'd know and understand and comprehend the treasures, the riches of your glorious inheritance in us, the saints. That we'd understand and comprehend what it means to really be a co-heir of the promises. You can know about it theoretically. It's like like knowing, like I've just been on this cruise, your ticket pays for all the food and all the restaurants and everything. And um, you can theoretically know about it, but you've actually got to get up and go and and have it to enjoy it. You've got to get up and go there. In the same way, we've been given everything pertaining to life and godliness. But unless we actually get up and go and take it and use it and steward it, we miss out. God's given us power and he's calling us as a whole people. 
body, soul, and spirit to steward what we've been given. We've been called to steward our bodies. You don't let your body dictate to you and say, oh, I am, you know, I saw, I saw people on this cruise, God bless them, you know, they'd order two entrees, two main meals, two desserts, just in case they missed out, you know, I'm paying for this. I wanna, I'm like, oh, you're really going to pay for that. But people forget, you know, our body's the temple of the Holy Ghost. I'm not, I'm not supposed to have this, this unfit, unhappy body. God's given me a body that I'm supposed to steward. Hallelujah. Love me. I'm your pastor. (laughs) You know, people say, pray for me. I've got high cholesterol. I will. But will you stop eating so much food? Smith Wigglesworth would always be telling people, like, like they, they, he, he, you've got to steward your body. You've got to be, you've got to recognize, you've been given power to live disciplined lives. Hallelujah. Doesn't mean you have to go and uh, become a gym junkie, but you do need to recognize, now I've been given power. Hallelujah. In that my life now, hidden with God in Christ, is to be a reflecting glory of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. My job is to be a steward of what God's given me. Tom's um, honorary consul for Finland. And so, tech, uh, you know, he uh, represents the Finnish government. And I remember being at a uh, luncheon one day. We were at lunch with the uh, American ambassador and all the consuls. Now, the consuls, most of the consuls are our personal friends because we're with them all the time you know it's like vip renter crowd we go to everything <laughs> but they're lovely people and and the, the, a conversation came up about the euro this is a while back and i have lots of opinions and so i just began to spout my opinions oh i don't think and i, I began to give my opinion about what uh, finland's involvement with the euro was and tom very gently under the table <laughs> That's me. I thought, oh. And he whispered to me, that's not Finland's position. And I smiled. I went, ah. Okay. (laughs) And I remembered. You see, I wasn't there to represent my opinions. I was there to represent the government that we were anointed and appointed to represent hallelujah in that we we've been appointed he's been appointed to represent finland so when we are uh, when we're doing that we represent their opinions same thing you and i have been called as ambassadors of christ when we go out and people look at you they look at your lifestyle you know you say well you're not supposed to judge by the natural well Those that don't have the Spirit of God have no other means of seeing. They they don't understand the Spirit. They look at you in the natural and they want to see. You are an ambassador of Christ. What's your speech like? What's your lifestyle like? How do you represent Jesus? God has made you to shine like a star in the universe as you hold out the word of life. The people are looking at you and you are an ambassador of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that when, when someone says, what do you think about such and such? It doesn't matter what I think. 
I have the mind of Christ and I represent the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. My speech needs to be what is heaven's opinion. Instead of getting caught up in, oh, isn't this terrible? See all the stuff on the news. Oh, it's so terrible. It's so terrible. You need to not speak as you, even in your family's contents. Don't be living as you. You've got to wake up. Remember, you are not you anymore. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ who lives in me. Hallelujah. So therefore, you know, if I hear, when you read about things that, you know, the terrible um, bombings and things that have gone on, our reaction should be the reaction of heaven. We should be inclining our ear. How do you want us to respond? You know, I, I believe that even if you see a news thing or something goes on, you need to respond by doing something. Hallelujah. Being the answer because Jesus Christ is the answer. You need to start to pray. Hallelujah. You shouldn't see and not do anything because if you do that, you begin to harden your heart. You need to remember who you are. You know, I, I, was, I, I caught a glimpse of the headlines on the boat while they're chasing that, that other perpetrator trying to find him. And so I just began to pray, began to pray for the law enforcement people, began to pray because we're called to pray for officials and those in, it's in the Bible. How many actually do it? I got lots of political opinions. Oh, I got opinions. But how much do I give my opinions and how much do I pray? It's very quiet. God is looking. I am, I am after a whole cultural shift. Hallelujah. I want this to be the glory city church. Hallelujah. <laughs> Where you are glorious, shining, glorious and beautiful. When people see you, they go, whoa, I want to be like that. We are ambassadors of the living God. You have been given power no matter what circumstance you are going through. God has given you power. He's, made the, the, he's manifested himself to you as the answer. And he's saying, look up. Hallelujah. I've given you the mind of Christ. Now, why are you going to take it? Are you going to have it? Are you going to use it? Or are you going to live down there? I've made you to be one who would soar like the eagle. Are you going to mount up on wings as eagles? Are you going to see from heaven's perspective? Or are you going to keep looking like down on the ground? Isn't this terrible? I love you. I believe even as you begin to get into this book, you'll begin to see, wow, there is such a destiny for us. People are saying, what's my destiny? What's my destiny? Just be a Christian. God, it really likes some of them. Sons and daughters of the Most High God. Who begin to say, my father says, it, it is written, hallelujah. I've, and you can find out who you are just by opening up the pages of the book. Everything that he says about himself, he says, now as I am, so are you. Oh, what do I do? I don't know what I'm going to do. Just read it. Do some of that. Take one verse. Do that. You'll be fruitful.
Papa, Lord, we love you. Oh, how he loves you. He loves you so very much. He wants to help you. He loves you so much that he, he sees us when we are squirming in our blood and he picks us up and he dresses us and he raises us. And he says, now I've called you to, to manifest my glory, to be as I am, to wake up, to grow up into the head, which is Christ. Hallelujah. To, to recognize and remember, be awake and remember who you are. Remember who you are. Don't live like I was doing just at the table having my opinions. But remember who you are. I needed a little nudge. God bless Tom. I love you, darling. Remember who you are. Remember who you are. From the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep, remember who you are. Father, we say thank you for your presence. We say thank you for your goodness and your kindness, Lord. We thank you for your face. We thank you, Jesus, that you were crucified for us. Lord, we thank you that you've raised your, your son, Jesus, up, Lord God, and that you've raised us up with him. Lord, that we are seated with him in heavenly places. God, I'm asking that you would enlighten the eyes of our understanding to see, Holy One, the truth of what you have done, Lord, that we would live from heaven's perspective. Father, I ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah.